What do I define about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, you know, respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkingSpill.com. This is the first time I am recording a podcast episode in my new place, so uh, I'm kind of stoked about it. I'm not gonna lie; like this is this is cool. It's funny. I've, I actually was looking forward to the time that would come where I would have my own office space, potentially like a studio. I don't have like an official studio yet, but I do have my own full office, and that's pretty badass considering I had no idea this was going to happen and it kind of has just turned into something really epic. So um, I'm excited to do this episode. It means a lot. I'm really trying to get back into a groove with my my content and just creating really epic shit. Um, In this episode, it's funny, I did this episode like maybe last year or the year before where I did a, it was kind of like a play on words of, you know, how to fall back in your relationships or in your friendships or something. And this is a very similar sort of concept where I'm definitely playing around with the falling back because we are about to do our time change, right? Where we get another hour every day, 2020, like add it on. And I wanted to do something um, because related to this because I was in a clubhouse room the other day, which is funny because I'm on clubhouse. Who knew? Um, shout out to Jamila for inviting me to Clubhouse. It's like an invitation only type of a, an app, right? And it's like all audio. It's really, really cool. But I'm in this app and I'm in this room chatting with people about dragons that they are slaying. It's like a, an or, well, technically it's an early morning, I guess, group where they get together and they talk about some of the things that they're working on. And they spend like 90 minutes in this group. And then I guess the moderators kind of assist and give like tidbits and hints and gestures that, you know, the people who come up on stage can kind of do to slay those dragons. And so a lot of people were basically talking about the fact that there were things they needed to let go of, whether it was other people's opinions, whether it was like shitty boundaries, whether it was, you know, just being overwhelmed with making certain decisions or picking like a path. Every, I just assumed that like the dragons that people would say they wanted to slay were like, you know, oh, I want to get this, you know, stack of emails or this stack of paperwork. Like, I thought it would be like more physical type things, but everybody was basically talking about interpersonal type stuff, which really surprised me, but it was also really interesting. And so I wanted to title this episode, How to Fall Back from Anything That Doesn't Serve You, from Anything That No Longer Gives You the Peace and Gives You the Joy and the Energy That You Deserve and That You Need Right Now. And obviously that's like a super long title, (laughs) but I paraphrase, right? So how to fall back on things that no longer serve you. This is important. Um, I think as we end 2020 and as we rev up for 2021, we really do need to do some evaluating. And you guys know, if you've been listening to this show for a while, that I will do a 2020 year-end reflection guide. It was one of my top posts years and years ago. I say years and years. I think it was only two. This is my third year doing it. So yeah, third year doing it. Kind of cool. I think it's my third year doing it. Yeah, because I did it for 2019. Then I did it. No, I think I did it for 2018. And and then I did it for 2019. 
I don't remember. Whatever. It's fine. So <laughs> I'm doing it for this year. I'll be posting it. And basically, it's. I'm pretty sure this is the third year because I remember going back to the template and changing. Yes. So this is year three. And so in this year, right, we would be taking 2020 and reflecting on it. And one of the things, so this episode is to come, right? This will be in a couple of weeks from now or a few weeks from now. So stay tuned for that. But this is something I kind of want you to do like in the meantime, because when we talk about letting go and falling back from things that no longer serve you, I really want you to reevaluate how you are spending your time and where these soft spots, pain points are right? Where are these thorns in your side? What are they? I think sometimes we think that there are a lot more thorns than there actually are, right? And we hyper sort of sensationalize, I guess, um, the thorns. I know I've done it. My sisters think that I'm dramatic. I think they're liars, but here we are. So we have to look at what's going on (laughs) and say, is this something I want to continue or is this something that I want to change? And when I say fall back, I really, really love the play on words. And I also love the fact that falling back isn't as like intense as like checking out or closing the door in someone's face. Like you can fall back so quietly, so gently, so softly where there's not this like huge barrage or this huge overwhelm that I think we think we're going to get when we take a step back from something that's not filling us up anymore. And that literally could be a relationship, a friendship, a a thing that we've been doing or not doing, right? There's so many examples of this, but I typically talk about like friendships and relationships because this is a space where we talk about that and connections and stuff like that. But I really do want you to think about this from a lot of different angles because it's not just friendships. When I ask you what's going on right now, that's kind of like a sore spot or a pain point, you know what that is typically. If it hurts enough or if it's enough of of a nuisance to you, you know what I'm talking about. So that, right, the things that kind of come to mind up front and then dive into those and then see if there's any more. And it's not that you're looking for negative shit. It's really that you kind of are because you need to look in order to find the things that are smelling up a room. We've all been there. You have a pet or you have a kitchen and something starts to smell weird. And you're like, huh, something's going on. I want to figure out what that is. And you have to look for it. It's the only way you're going to get rid of it. Eventually, will that smell go away? Kind of. Yeah, it might. It might. But it's still going to be there. So I think it's really important to do the digging and try to figure out exactly what's what's kind of cluttering your space? What kind of things do you really need to remove? Um, And you don't have to do it with that. I think a lot of the times, a lot of the reason why we don't do this kind of work, we don't do this inventory taking, we don't do this searching and find, we don't do that because we're afraid of what's actually going to come to the surface and what that's actually going to mean, right? So for instance, if there's somebody in your life who's just a pain in your butt and this relationship is draining, it's straining, it's not thriving. They bring you down in one way or another, energetically, with their words, whatever, right? Taking a step back, falling back from that relationship, it's going to feel and sound a lot better to somebody than being like, you know, confrontational or just dropping them, ghosting them, disappearing, right? But if you don't do it, it's a lose-lose situation, you lose in both ways, right? Both respects. You stay with this person, you stay in communication with this person and they treat you like shit or you confront them or you drop them and then they confront you and you have to deal with that, 
So there's typically this like double-edged sword. People don't want to rock the boat. And in the times that we're living in, right, with all that's going on, most people do not want to rock anybody's boat. They don't want any strife. They don't want any drama. They don't want any unnecessary bullshit added to their table. Because believe me, there are, there's a lot of things right now on our table that I'm sure a lot of us would much rather never or not have to deal with. But here we are. So people don't want to do it. They don't want to look under the hood. They don't want to look around the kitchen. They don't want to, they don't want to do it. And I 1000% understand, but you can fall back. You can fall back. And when I say fall back, it, for me, it just seems so freeing and it's not avoiding the problem or it's not kind of half-assing it because I know someone's going to think that it's not, it really is a matter of taking yourself away from the swirly world, all of that, right? That, that swirling energy of just crap in whatever regard we're talking about. So if we're talking like you're working remote and your boss is kind of like a jerk or you have a coworker who's really fucking annoying and you just have a lot of angst there, right? Taking taking that inventory and seeing really like rating it on the scale, like on a scale of like one to I'm going to pop off. Like, where are you on that scale? How bad of an, of an issue is this? How bad of a inconvenience or of a heartache, like what's, what's your scale? What's the severity level? Once you figure out the severity level, you can kind of make a decision because sometimes people are bugging you, irritating you, um, frustrating you, maybe ruffling your feathers a little bit. Um, and they're doing so, but you can control that with a simple, Hey, stop. Or with a simple, I will, you know, threat. I will do this if you don't stop doing this, or if you don't start doing this. Right. Um, and so there's that. But then there's going to be sometimes where you realize, you know what, this person, the situation is not worth me putting all this extra energy, putting my foot down, whatever, whatever. All I'm going to do is just stop really messaging that person. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to not engage as much that coworker that annoys you. What is it that they annoy you about? Right? Really think about it and then say, okay, well, how does that make me feel like what is always the reaction to that? oh, well, it makes me feel like they think that I'm less than them or that I'm not as smart as them because I haven't been with the company as long or I haven't been doing this or in this industry for as long or I'm a contractor and they're a full-time employee. Like whatever the issue is, really investigate that. And typically it'll come back to you, right? Because only you are in control of how you feel, right? That's your choice every day. So you can't really blame them for being an asshole, or like super fucking annoying. Like you can't blame them for that. I mean, you could, but like they don't give a shit, right? They're not going to probably change who they are fundamentally as a person. So all you can do is change yourself. But that act of falling back kind of creates a space for you to do that in. So that's why I like falling back so much because it gives you space to really evaluate what the hell is going on. So first you're evaluating what's your, your triggers, what's kind of going on in the first place, right? Who do you need to fall back from? Who do you need to disengage with? Who do you need to take a, a few steps away from and kind of like back the hell away from? Who, what, who and what, right? You're evaluating your situations. And I say that in plural because you probably have a couple, right? Or more. And then you're evaluating your reactions and why. Like, why is this a thing? And you're rating it like on a severity level and then on a severity scale. And then you are going to figure out exactly what you can do to kind of combat that and, and how you want to proceed, right? You have that choice. So there's a few steps in this, but I really think that 
if there are things going on, and, and this happens on social, right? Social media is a fantastic example. Some of us need to take many steps away from social media, or at least some mofos that are on social media, on our social media. And so what I do is I remove people who either A, are annoying, and honestly, if they have viewpoints that are like different than mine, I just take them off. I'm not here for it. Life is too short. I don't want to see your fucking posts. Um, That's my choice. Um, The second thing is if the, the people that I follow have people that they follow who they allow to comment stupid shit on their stuff, I'm not here for that. I have zero tolerance. If you're letting people say stupid, incorrect historical shit on your page, on your posts, and then start this whole feud that I have to now scroll through because all I do is go to the comments. I got I to gotta cut you, bro. You got to go. You got to go. I mean, they're going to mute you or I'm going to unfollow you or you're just going to be not my friend anymore on this app. We can be friends in real life, but like on social media, maybe not because I don't have the time. I have to fall back from the drama that is social media. I have to, for my sanity, it's just like not something that gives me any sort of positive anything, <laughs> like literally nothing. So I have to stop. And I made that a, a thing for myself. I made it a thing for myself a long time ago when I started um, being triggered by like certain crap. And it maybe was any, anything, right? It could be like somebody who just seemed to have like the perfect business or the perfect relationship or the perfect um, social media layout, like just some stuff like that. And I would just, I would feel triggered. I'd feel like I'd start to doubt myself. I feel like I wasn't good enough or wasn't doing enough, like all of the things. And it doesn't happen often, I'll be honest with you. Like it really don't, doesn't because I know now that most of the shit that people are posting, it's all the good shit. Like no one's posting like the negative shit for a myriad of reasons. But what you're seeing online is a lot of bullshit. And most of these people are miserable as hell. And so once I really understood that, I stopped feeling a certain way. But I will tell you, I still like my feed on social media to be curated with things that uplift and inspire me versus things that make me feel like shit. And so that I did have to evaluate myself. I had to evaluate, one, the severity level, and then where it was coming from. Why am I triggered by this? Oh, it's because I don't think that I'm going to have this relationship or, or this kind of like lifestyle in California or this kind of business or this kind of success or this kind of photographer with this kind of great like editing skills. Like, what is it? That's a Whitney issue. Okay, well, then what am I going to do? I'm going to own that, work on that, commit to dealing with that. And then I'm also going to take some of these bitches off my feed. Because as I scroll, right, I only have a few minutes a day to scroll. I can't let that be a constant battle for myself. I had to fall back from certain bitches on social media, from certain things that I'm seeing constantly on social media. And that's okay. I had to take that step back. And when I did, it made my life so much easier. I could get on social media and scroll and there weren't like triggers and drama. I was just on there learning shit and like, figuring out who had new cool candle company I needed to like support. Like I was actually enjoying social media because I fell back from the people that weren't for me in that moment or that I couldn't and slash didn't want to deal with anymore. That worked out for me. And there may be a situation that you're in where you need to do something very similar. Maybe you have a big group of friends and there's a couple people in that group of friends that just, they just get your, your gears a grinding. And you can't, 
right? Or they make you feel like shit or they're always gossiping about like dumb shit and like they really aren't adding value to the social circle at all or whatever. It doesn't, it, honestly, anything, it does not matter. You know who I'm talking about, right? These are the people that you have to fall back from. And does that mean that you have to stand and, and you know, not basically stand alone and not hang out with that whole group? Maybe, maybe not. You got to figure out where, where does that come from? Are you triggered by like them gossiping because you're afraid they're going to talk shit about you? Okay, then now what? Do you really give a shit what these people have to say? And you ask yourself these questions and that somehow will get you to a point where you can say, all right, I'm going to remove these people or I'm going to fall back or I'm just going to keep it moving, right? And, and, it, and focus my attention elsewhere. But again, I think the falling back can come in, in a few different ways. It really can be simply stepping back and separating, I want to say them both at the same time, separating yourself and stepping back from a situation or from like a person or a group of persons. Um, or it can be more of an emotive type thing where you're stepping back from yourself thinking a certain way or being triggered in a certain light or going down a certain path or a spiral, right? And getting control of yourself and saying, look here, we're not doing this anymore. We're not going down that road. We're not going to start up with those thoughts again. I'm going to make an effort, a concerted effort to do other things so that I can combat the issues that are going on in my head internally when I start to see stuff like this that kind of gets me going. So there's it's kind of twofold and you have to do that work to figure out what's going on. But there are so many things that you can fall back from. So many things, even if it's like not eating so much shit. Here's the deal. We've been in quarantine for months and now we're about to hit like the heaviest eating time of the year. We are literally going into hibernation mode. The weather's going to be shit. Everyone's going to have some flu, one or the other. We have the holidays coming. <laughs> they are right. We have Halloween. So everyone's going to be all hopped up on candy. And then it's going to be turkey and whatever the hell else. And then it's going to be cookies and Christmas cookies and Hanukkah cookies and whatever else, right? Kwanzaa cookies. I'm just assuming everybody eats cookies. The point is, it's downhill from here food-wise. Technically, it's uphill because the food gets like substantially better but you get what I mean, right? The eating habits kind of plummet. And we've already kind of had shitty eating habits, right? With quarantine. A lot of people have called it like the COVID-15, which is funny, except it's true. So um, maybe you need to fall back from eating shit all the time or fall back from like just sitting on the couch, just literally fall back from your couch, which seems kind of counterproductive because typically when you sit on the couch, you kind of fall back. But do you know what I mean, right? We're falling back from this idea that we need to just veg and like whatever. Now, here's the other part of that. Some of us need to fall back from busying ourselves with all kinds of shit instead of taking care of ourselves. So maybe you do need to fall back from the couch, but it's because you're avoiding taking care of you, right? Thinking about that, figuring out which angle actually you know resonates with you in this moment. What are we falling back from? Are we falling back from spending too fucking much on the internet? Black Friday is coming. How many of you guys balled out on Prime Day? I will literally tell you I did right now, right here. I did. I saved up for it. I knew everything I wanted. The shit was in my cart. Prime Day hit. I knew what I was getting. Boom. I spent like $1,200 that day. It was crazy. Got like two TVs. It's not important. My point is, I don't really shop like that. You guys know I don't really like do a lot of shopping. I go to Target like once every two to three months because people love it. And sometimes I actually do need shit. And so (laughs) it's great. 
but I really am not in Target like that. And so for me, I don't really need to fall back from shopping. And I know when I do. And I know when I do. But some people don't. And so this is the time where you ask, what do I need to fall back from? If you really don't know, like if I ask you that, what are your pain points right now? What are you struggling with right now? And you really don't have much outside of like the election and like Trump's America, then I want you to think about this. And again, we're not just digging for, you know, potentially buried treasure here. I I really just want you to think about it. I don't think this is something that you need to harp on. I feel like if you're listening to this episode, you probably already know where we're going with this and have something that you need to fall back on. And I honestly feel like in today's society, there's always something that some of us, that each of us can fall back from. Each of us, we all have weird habits. We all have shit that we do that's unhealthy. We all have things that we could probably tone down. We do, we do. I could tone down and fall back from procrastinating all the fucking time. That is a huge thing that I do, just being transparent. But everybody has something. Maybe you're a shitty communicator. Maybe you're somebody who always just jumps to the worst conclusion. Have you seen those memes where it's like me jumping to a conclusion and it's like someone jumping into it? It's it's hilarious, but it's also like kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. Startling, shocking, um, scary. (laughs) So what is it? What is your thing? And maybe again, when you rate it on that severity scale, please don't be like one of those people who are completely in denial about the shit they need to fall back from. Like, please don't be that girl. Please. And if you feel like you are, or like you might be, or you've had a tendency to be in the past, then get together with a friend. Like, do this with a friend. Figure out what you guys are going to like commit to falling back from and do that shit. And don't just do it, you know, because I made up a catchy episode. Like, do it forever. Do it until you don't need to do it anymore. Do it until it becomes second nature. Do it. Continue to do it, right? I think that's kind of the the goal here. This isn't temporary. Yes, this episode, I, I've purposefully kind of did the name, the title, you know, wordplay there. But I really do mean this. I really do this. I really do believe that this is a perfect time of year to let shit fall where it may. You know, I'm, I'm literally sitting here watching these leaves outside my window. These trees are so incredible and nature is so interesting and the color is just, it's so much fun. I used to wonder why people geeked out all the time with the leaves. And it wasn't until maybe five years ago, I was in Boston. I had been in San Diego for, I guess, two years, maybe a year. I think it had been about a year. Yeah, it was about a year. And I had just moved out of my apartment and I got this job in Boston And I technically was still living in San Diego because all my shit was there. But I was literally like gallivanting and living out of suitcases in Boston. And I landed November like one or something like the top of the November month. And it was crazy beautiful. It was so beautiful. Boston is crazy when it comes to the fall. Like people literally will flock to Massachusetts for the leaves in the fall. I didn't even know that. And I was born there. But yeah, it's, it's beautiful. But those leaves, right, always signal that winter is coming. Winter is coming and that there will be a new cycle of life. This new, this rebirth is also coming, right? Because when the leaves fall, a lot of shit happens and, you know, there's there's just leaves everywhere. And then all of a sudden those leaves are all gone and there's nothing. The trees are barren. The ground is empty. um, You know, there's nothing, and the trees are on the ground anymore. And then there's cold and there's cold and there's snow maybe where you are, maybe not. And then eventually it starts to get a little warmer, starts to get a little wetter and things start to grow. And that's that rebirth. And I think when it comes to winter time, it's a great time to reflect. That's why I did that reflection guide. 
It's a great time to calm the fuck down and reflect on what's going on, how your year went, right? We go so fast. We get so hype for New Year's and then New Year's happens and we're like, yes, new year, new me, bitch. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to live my best life. And then we have 18,000 things that we're going to do, right? We get like four of them done, maybe, right? High level goals, maybe. And um, that's it. We just kind of get through each day. Like that's the goal is just to make it through the day. And it's quite the transformation from you know, going into this year. And a lot of us say, this is going to be my year. It's going to be my year. Like things are going to change. But a lot of times our behavior doesn't match that, that change that we so desperately desire. They don't match. And so one of my big goals is to always try to inspire people to get that shit to match. Like, let's get your attitude, your behaviors to match what you want. That's something that's definitely what I've seen a lot of people on social and in real life who have been successful. That's what the fuck I see them doing. They match the behaviors with, with their actions and with their goals. Like all that shit is aligned. So all the things that they're doing, their actions during the day match who they want to be, what they want to create and what they're, and they align with their goals, each and every one of them. And it's really interesting to watch. So this is one of those steps towards that is figuring out, you know, what's triggering you, what's bothering you, what's not working and taking steps away from that. So you can start getting closer to what you do want, because at the end of the day, a lot of times I think we feel shitty for whatever reason And it's because we aren't moving in the direction that we want to be moving in the first place. We just kind of happen to find ourselves here in the now. And we're like, okay, but this isn't really where I thought I was going. Also not really where I wanted to be or go. So how do I like not? And the best thing to do is to get out the car. Get out the car. You don't have to crash the car or like, you know, jump out the car. You just get out. And that's what I'm saying. Like figure out where you are. Right? Do that sort of investigative work, figure out what's going on, do the eval, right? And look around, gather yourself, gather that information, and then figure out which way you're going to go, right? How far are you away from where you want to be geographically, right? Miles or kilometer wise, like how far away from where you want to be are you? And how can you get there with like the least amount of drama and like strife? How can you get there? And also, who the hell can you ask for help along the way? Because do we have to do this shit by ourselves? Absolutely not. I was in China by myself. Well, I wasn't in China by myself. I was in China and I was exploring one day by myself in Xi'an. And I went out and I was like, oh, this is going to be so fun. And I was really scared because I had heard my mom's voice in my head like, oh, you know, you don't want anything bad to happen. And there's so many movies and, you know, so many bad people and like people. It was wild, right? So I'm like super paranoid. But I was like, no, I'm going to go out. I'm going to walk around. I finally got my ass dressed and ready. And so I walked around and I remember like making it a game to sort of ask people because everybody was already staring. So my goal was to like show them my hotel like card and be like, which way do I go? And if people were so happy to help, they were like, oh, okay. Because they were excited that you were talking to them. And so I only did it like twice, but maybe three times. And they they would look at the card and they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know where that is. And then, of course, not in English. And they would like point and it was wild and it was so much fun. And I really enjoyed asking for help because why not? I didn't know where the fuck I was going. I definitely didn't have cell service. So it wasn't like I could really GPS myself around. I literally had to use and I couldn't read the signs. Um, so I had to use kind of my, my memory and also like the people around me, my resources, they were my resources. They could help me. They knew the language. They knew the street signs. And of course they could have told me to go somewhere sketch, but it was the middle of the day. And like, who has time for that? 
They did not. Again, people are typically so shocked that, you know, (laughs) and that's kind of how it is in real life though, right? That was real life. But I mean like in everyday life. So when you're asking for help from somebody, a lot of times they're like, oh, and they get excited to help. I don't know why we have this like aversion to asking for help. And typically people are so excited to help. My mom used to geek out helping me with my homework, my math homework. She loved that shit to the point where I was like, Ugh. she loved it. People love helping. I go to build something and my dad's like, I got you. Let's do it. And he gets excited. I don't know why. It's a thing. He's not even like somebody who I feel likes to build shit in his free time. Like he just likes to help and to do stuff. I don't know. I don't get it. But like asking for help is such a win. And I find that people, when they don't do that, they end up isolating themselves and making shit harder than it has to be. So now you've fallen back from something and you're just standing there. And that's another reason why people, I think, don't want to do this work. But the clocks are falling back and um, so can we. So can we. And I think this is a healthy reminder to a lot of folks. So hopefully this all makes sense to you. If you have questions, if you need help or support or need a reference or somebody, you know, that I might know to help you, whatever, just ping me, hit me up. My email is Whitney at WhitneyDanielle.com. And of course, I'm on social media. Um, I've got two IGs. I've got one for the podcast and one for my business. I post on them both. Um, semi-regularly, but definitely, you know, follow both and then you'll see me for sure online. The first one is at Whitney Danielle Co underscore. And then the other one is Network and Spill. So pretty easy. They also are linked to each other. So you really only need one and then you can find both, but add me on social. If you are listening to this, screenshot it, tag me. I swear. I love that shit. I really, really do. And I also appreciate, I got some new reviews lately. I feel like I had like 18. Now I have like 20 reviews. Thank you. Whoever is out here and I'm going to go look to see what people are writing. Um, Whoever is new here, definitely, definitely. If you've enjoyed this episode or other episodes or you just like the concept or some of my weird analogies, do me a solid and leave me a review somewheres, right? I think the only place to really do it is on Apple podcasts. I don't think that you can do it on Spotify or on Google podcasts or like anywhere else. I don't think you can. So I always say this, if you don't have an iPhone, like find one, acquire one. We all know someone who has an iPhone. Um, we all know lots of people who have iPhones. So go ahead and do that. I would love, love, love you for it. Um, tag me on social and let me know what you're falling back from. I don't have a fancy hashtag. I guess we could do hashtag network and spill, but definitely, um, let me know. I want you guys to think about it. And if you already know, just tag me now and let me know what it is. I'd love to hear it. It feels good recording in here. It does. It really does. I love this space. Again, I told you I'm going to show you guys what this space looks like online. I'm in Virginia. Let me know where you're listening from and how you are faring right now with uh, all that is going on this time of year. I want to say this month because we're kind of ending one month and starting a new one. So cheers to you. I'm going to go drink some wine. I hope you will as well. At least some water. And I'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.